Hey, Ryan. Yes? Do your balls hang low? Sometimes, yes. Do they wiggle to and fro? Sometimes, yes. Can you tie them in a knot? <laughs> no. Can you tie them in a bow? No. Can you hang them over your shoulder like a continental soldier? <laughs> no. Hey, Ryan. Yes? Do your balls hang low? Yes. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes, brilliant comedy and it's does sound weird. Because we are actually on location from glorious, exotic Galena, Illinois. Yay! Yay, Galena! But, it was for my family. We came to visit. Yeah. But yeah. we were stupid. It was a family reunion. It was a family reunion. For, for a family that you've never unioned before. I've never unioned. I've never met these people. They say they know me, and I have no clue who they, they are. They could be lying. They could be lying. These strangers, weirdos. Creepy people. We're not the creepy ones. We are totally the creepy yeah, ones. Yeah, we were totally the creepy ones in this one. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we cleared out the room at times. Woohoo! Just because you farted? No. Excuse me. Yeah. That's not true. You didn't fart. Or at least if you did, it didn't clean out the room. I, well, of course, you know, being the youngest of the group could have farted and it could have been just hey oh god mike farted again yeah nobody would have believed you nobody would have believed me yeah everybody was in their 70s <laughs> everybody was in their 70s i think there was one gal that was at 66 and then kathleen aaron and i were and donna of course were under 60 so i felt a little i feel a little young in that group yeah and then we're here trying to explain oh yeah we have Mints in the box toys. What? what? Toys. Toys. What are toys? Yeah. Why do you have to? like, our house is full of toys, and they're like, "Oh, for your grandson." It's like, no, no, he's not actually allowed to touch them. Nobody's allowed to touch them. We have a few toys that he can play with. Yeah, but the vast majority of things. He touches, he dies. <laughs> <laughs> we had to put a lock in the toy room when he was uh, when he was uh, super young. Cause he was I, like three or four years old, so the toy room was the main place where we have all the toys displayed. And he opened that door once, and he's oh, like, oh, "Oh, oh my god!" And then uh, the one thing he wanted more than anything was the Hulk. The Hulk action figure. Out of all the toys that were worth hundreds and hundreds of dollars, he wanted the basic Hulk action figure. I ended up buying him one. You did buy him one. But you know what's funny about that is for years later down the road, I mean like five years later, we were playing hide and seek in the house and I hid in the toy room. And he never found me. I'm like, ah, ha, ha. I'm in the closet in the toy room. Ha, ha, ha. He never found me. I'm so clever. I'm coming out of the toy room. And he's like, what are you doing in there? You're not allowed in there. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, I'm not allowed in there. You can't hide in some place. I'm not allowed to go. And that was, that was years later. Yeah, he was like, 
10 or 11 yeah. times. You can't, you can't do that. And it's like, oh, still remember that rule? We took the lock off because he's like, oh, yeah, this is Maddox. Maddox follows the rules. He does follow rules. He's a very good kid. He, he's follows. You tell him not to do something, he's not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if you are, and it's the classic mom, grandmother, do as I say, not as I do. So. Hiding in the toy room. Anyways, so we were originally we're going to fly out here. Now Galena is kind of in the middle of nowhere in Illinois. If you don't know where it is, well, the way it was described to us is that it's in the middle of nowhere. Correct. You're correct. And it's like a farm town in the middle of nowhere. And it was three hours from Des Moines, three hours from Chicago, three hours from any major airport. Airport is the way it was described to us. That's the way I described to us. And I was looking at Google, which, you know, Google is a different story. Everything said three hours. Yeah. So we were, you were looking at tickets way early on this, like in March. Once I found out we, what we, we were doing it, I started looking at tickets that day. Yeah, and you found airline tickets for like three twenty-five or something. Super cheap. Yeah. Super cheap. Well, three twenty-five each is still not super cheap, but hey, that's the way of the world these days. Right. And then your sisters, the the Kurtz, the cats that must be herded. That's frustrating. So the flight uh, originally, mom was supposed to go. And I had a flight for 11 o'clock. I had to be at the airport by 9 o'clock. 11 a.m. 11 a.m. On a Saturday. On a Saturday. And I was told that is too early to fly to Illinois. And so I was like, okay, you tell me what flight and we'll, we'll book it. So we'll all go together. So weeks passed, weeks passed, weeks passed. And they finally looked online to book the flight. And it had jumped up to six hundred plus dollars. I thought it was seven. It could have been seven. I just when I looked at it, it was six. They probably, probably with all the fees and everything. Yeah, they looked seven. at it and it was seven. So I was pissed and said, I can't afford that. Yeah. Yeah, but then we did the math and we're like, hey, to drive is only twelve hours, and per Google. Yeah, per Google, and it was like. From Denver to Lincoln, Nebraska, it was supposed to be six or seven hours, and then uh, Lincoln. Lincoln to Galena was supposed to be about five and a half to five six hours. Five hours or so. Yeah. So we're like, okay, well, we'll stay in Lincoln and no big deal. Then Halfway we, point. Yeah. Yeah. We get in the car. Now, granted, we did have to go up into the mountains to take the cats to the babysitter, mm-hmm. and that added some time. But then we enter the thing into the GPS, and it says eight hours and forty-five minutes to freaking Lincoln. It's like what the fuck? Google lies. The internet lies. They imagine, lie. imagine that. The internet lies. Oh, I was all like, okay, where we were at up in the mountains, it was only forty-five minutes from our house. Why did it add? so much time there's so many assholes in colorado i don't know and we were i made up some of the time i I mean we got there in about seven hours 15 or 30 minutes 
But what Donna failed to realize... Because Ryan thought, we're going to get in at 9 o'clock. And I pull in and I'm like, ha ha ha, bitch. I got us here at 7 p.m. But what did you forget? There was a time zone change in there. We crossed timelines. We crossed timelines, so it added an hour. another multiverse that isn't impressed. I was closer to 7, or to 9, excuse me, than 7. Yeah. So, but in the hours that we were driving, and we're not, we did not stop and see the giant ball of twine or any bullshit. No. We had bathroom breaks, gas breaks, and, and food breaks, food, which was like Carl's Jr. Yeah, we, my, my, I am a Carl's Jr. fan, but there's none close to me. And Donna's like, your quest, if you should accept this, is to find and eat at a Carl's Jr. So we stopped for gas at. What what city? Brush. Brush. It even has a yeah. And Exclamation point at the end. Brush. We ate Colorado. Carl's Jr. Yeah. So not not fancy. Not like sitting around putzing around or whatever. This was let's eat some miles and make this happen. Eat miles. Go to the bathroom. Fill up the gas tank and drive. Yeah. And then we okay we stay at hotel in Lincoln. Then. <laughs> Enter the stuff into my GPS the next day from Lincoln to Galena, seven and a half fucking hours. It's like, what the hell? What happened? Where, six? Uh, what the fuck? Yeah, what we had researched as a 12 hour straight drive was 15 freaking hours. Right. And here's one of the things I didn't want to be in the car for three hours straight with your sisters, which is why we chose to drive. Oh, yeah, and and we might have made a mistake driving here, but we found out the mistake driving here when we were halfway through Iowa. <laughs> it's like, fuck it at this point, just keep going. It's too late to turn around. Yeah. It's all like, what the hell? No, we realized the mistake and... When we entered the time, the the coordinates and Lincoln, yeah, it was like another seven and a half hours. What the fuck? Because that means also fifteen hours to home. Yeah, fifteen plus hours to get home. Yeah, because we're not like rich enough to like just jump on a plane and have somebody ship my car back with us. No, I'm not rich at all. <laughs> we tried to save money on this trip, and to do that would probably cost triple to get the car shipped. Well, I think it cost Karen $7,000 to ship a car from Hawaii, so... We'll drive. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll a couple hundred bucks in gas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the end, I think it will be cheaper than the $1,400 on plane tickets alone. Right. Plus, I probably would have rented a separate car because I would have... Oh, we did talk about that, too. Yeah. Would, yeah, which would have been a car for almost a week... Would have added another $800. 800 to to $1,000. And it's just, it's just, I, it's not worth it. I couldn't afford it. I couldn't afford that. If I would have got the tickets at the original price, I could would have booked the car and gotten everything done immediately. It would have been less than 1000 bucks. Yeah. But who listens to Ryan? Donna. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. Maybe. <laughs> I'm a planner. It's who I am. You know that. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I got no problem with that. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, to keep us entertained on this super long drive, 
We had to keep count, keep score. Not of license, out of state license plates. Yeah, we didn't do that. And we didn't count, you know, we didn't play I Spy. What did we count, Ryan? <laughs> you counted dead things in the road. Yeah. Or on the side of the road. <laughs> so we, we had... Uh, What's our stats? <laughs> okay, uh, we had one skunk, and that was in Colorado. We had four coyotes. We had 14 raccoons. Of course, in Illinois, they made a, may have been opossums. We had seven rabbits. We had three foxes. Sad face next to foxes. Uh, we had six deer. And most of the deer were in Iowa. In Iowa. Which was funny. We had four cats. I know it was sad. Sad cats. We had a, a hawk. Sad face. Three birds, one possible human because the human was a boot and I think it was a bag and maybe a shirt or pants. I couldn't yeah, tell. It looked like overalls. It looked like workman overalls. You know, like those Carhartt work things. Yeah, so we drove really fast from that area. Yeah, so it was a boot that might have had a foot in it. We don't know. We don't know. So we had 38 unknown creatures. Yes. That we, it was a blop on the highway, and you see a chunk of fur and then blop of blood. And it was like, I don't know what that is, but we're going to count it. Yeah. Yeah. And then my car got christened a few times. A christened. We had uh, seven blood sacrifices for car. Which is what? So blood sacrifice to me it was like when you'd hit a bug and you hear it bounce off the window. That's what the windshield, that's what it was. It was bug kills. But specifically ones with blood, not just with icky guts. Icky guts. Correct. Specifically had to see blood. And we're creepy, you know that. Hey, you got fifteen hours to kill. It kept me awake ninety percent of the trip. Yeah. I mean Donna drove 13 and a half hours of this trip. I did keep offering though. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, he did. He did. So I'm just a road warrior and I like to drive. So. And the reason we switched, because Donna was getting tired, but the GPS for some reason took us next, next to what looked like a serial killer house. That was in Nebraska. That wasn't when we switched. Oh, okay. So that was the serial killer gas station. Yeah, so this gas station definitely looked like the scene from a horror movie. This was in western Nebraska. And we pull off, and I'm like having to use the restroom. That's the whole reason. We needed some gas, but you know, we weren't desperate. We still could have made the range was 78 miles. And gas stations and services are, are further spread apart in western Nebraska. It's just heavy farmland, that's what it is. And so, <clears throat> this place we pull off, there's like a minivan in front of us, they're looking at it too. Old tiny pumps, like, doesn't take credit cards, half of them the plastic facade was smashed in, it had a mechanic side to it, but it was like boarded up. And there was the shop itself. You couldn't see in the windows, but it did have a lighted up lottery sign with the current lottery amount on it. And there were some cars in the back. 
and rusty cars rusty cars and i'm like also some additional shop space in the back and i'm all like what is that is that where the dr satan ride is dr satan <laughs> and i'm like going uh nope i noped out of there we got some homemade jerky for you <laughs> our chili always Wins because of our special meat. Human. It's all like, uh. No. So we jumped back on the highway, drove a couple miles down the road, found another gas station where. That was, again. Better. It was better. That was more what you would expect from Western Nebraska with the Jesus everywhere. Yeah. And the crosses on their marquee. And I just remember the prepay. The pump said prepay. And you walked to the... I don't think the pump even said prepay. It did, we yeah. Just, okay, because so, we just assumed. So you walked in there and you're like, I'd like to put... And I'd like to fill up my car. Oh, don't worry about prepaying. You pump a shut off by itself. No, it does not. It does shut not off shut off. off. It does not shut off by itself. Just, just go pump your gas and come back in and pay for it. It's like what? What? <laughs> There's not been a gas station like that in Denver in 30 years. Yeah, so we did. So it was fun. Yeah, yeah, they were nice, but also very small town feel, you know. Yeah. But that's what it was. Duh. Small town in Nebraska. Yeah, but it was. So the drive along here was way different than I expected because there was actually yes there was a lot of corn but it wasn't like driving through Kansas where everything's just flat and corn and that's it it was like rolling hills and Iowa was actually very pretty and hilly there was a part there that was a kind of a grind where I made you take over right and that was all corn yeah and then um we were in the hotel in Lincoln watching the TV in the morning, and there's an advertisement that comes on. Uh, Come to Western Nebraska. It's full of adventure. <laughs> we got hills that you can ride bikes on. I'm like, what? Because we're from Colorado, but it's like, we got fucking mountains where you can do everything. A random Colorado fact, we I think we have the most 14ers amongst... Of all the United States, yeah. we have more than half of all 14ers, which are mountains that are over 14,000 feet. So random Colorado fact for you. Yeah, because we had to look up... Well, as we're driving through these states, we're like, what is this state known for? Guess what Nebraska's known for? Corn! Corn! And trees! And trees. A lot more trees than I expected. Yeah, so they're like the home of Arbor Day. That's what it said on the sign as we were driving into the state. And we're like, oh, that's so lame. And then we started looking. It's like, damn, there's a lot of trees. It seems like they had more trees than Colorado did. Definitely than on our eastern plains. Yes. Yeah. Because it took us almost two and a half hours just to get out of Colorado. Oh, my God. It, it took forever to get out of Colorado. Then eastern plains of Colorado was what I was expecting to see in Nebraska. Nebraska was gorgeous. Yeah, and Nebraska was... I wouldn't live here, but Nebraska was gorgeous. Yeah, I don't know. We could start our cereal killer spot <laughs> in Nebraska. <laughs> yeah. What you doing in my territory, boy? Yeah, it might already be started there. Yeah. Yeah. So then we're like, 
trying to find Galena. <sighs> and then my GPS and my car is like, there are roads on here that are unverified. Are you sure you want to go this route? Well, you're, you tell me. I put my coordinates and my address into you. Yeah, but we're like, yeah, sure, okay. Why offer the route if you don't know what the route is, you dumb thing? And <laughs> so we're going down the road and there's like no road on the map. And it was a highway. It was. It was a highway. But it's all like, According to the GPS in my car, we're floating in space. There's no road here. We're just driving. And we're like, bullshit, we're on the road. We see it. We are experiencing this. Turn left here. Can't turn left here. There's no off-ramp on the highway. I'm turn left here. Where gonna, am I turning left? I'm not going to pull Michael Scott and drive into the lake. Right. No. no. <laughs> yeah, especially when we got 15 hours to go home with. Yeah. So uh, we pull it up in Google... And it starts taking us in various routes and end up driving through this tiny town in Iowa. And then Ryan's sister tells us, oh, Galena is really hard to find. So in our minds, we're like, oh, yeah, of course we have to go through every podunk small town in Iowa to find this place. You know what? It's not fucking hard to find. It's not hard to find. <laughs> It's not hard to find at all. It's hard to find when you're coming the way that we did. Yeah, it was definitely hard. I think somewhere we got our directions crossed on the way. Yeah. You know where Galena is? It's across the Mississippi from Dubuque. Literally across. You literally... It's about 15 miles up the way from Dubuque. Right. That you crossed. In the Mississippi Bridge... Would you, well, it was a little scary. It was terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't have to go to the bathroom. I had to hit the bathroom going over it. And when we got to the other side, I, this this body's clean. So the hype got to Ryan. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a hype person. But I have a weird phobia with specific kind of roads. So it's specifically if it's like an off ramp. Or one of these giant ramps from one highway to another, or mm -hmm. a bridge that goes up real steeply, like where you can't always see past the front of the nose of the car to see the road right there. So as you're going up, yeah, it scares the shit out of me. <laughs> okay. And the reason why is when I was a kid in Texas, there's tons of these highway transitions that are like 100 to 150 feet in the air. And they're steep because you know there's no snow, ice, stuff like that to worry about in Dallas. Right. Well, and then when it does hit, it wipes out the city. Yeah. So I don't know why they built them that damn high up, but you know, my grandmother would drive over these in her Cadillac with the gigantic nose, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, we are driving into the sky. This is terrifying. <laughs> I still have nightmare dreams. About going up steep ramps like that. Yeah, I can see and that. And just driving off. You know? Thelma and Louise. You're going to Thelma and Louise it. Not intentionally. Not intentionally. Like the road's going to turn and you can't see it. So you just... <laughs> so that's my paranoia with those bridges that go up real steep like that. And me, it's just the height. The height 
terrifies me. Yeah. You were giving me shit because I was starting to freak because I was angling upwards. I did. And grabbing both. It's on the steering wheel. You're like, oh, just, just drive. drive. Just it's drive. Drive faster. Drive faster. Drive faster. And then we're in the flatter part in the middle. And it, you're like having to look over the side. You're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, Shut the fuck up. How dare you give me crap. Just drive. Just go faster. Go faster. I don't want to drive off. No. <laughs> uh, so anyways. And then we get to Galena, and it's this charming little town. It's a mountain. It's a, it's, it almost seems like a mountain town. Yeah, it's like what Central City was like before it got destroyed with gambling. And gambling, right. Yeah. So it's all like, I was not expecting this at all. It's lots of trees, lot very lush. I mean, they have a, the rule here at the place we're staying is you have to turn your porch light off at eleven so you don't upset any craters and any people who want to star watch. Yeah, there we saw a deer walking in town mm. when we got lost in side streets yesterday. And that one was alive. Yeah, two of them. Two of them, a, a male and a female. Yeah, that buck looked like he was gonna rush my car. He was thinking about it. He was doing like that. He's dipping his head and pointing his antlers at me. I'm like, fuck you. Beep, beep. <laughs> and my super unintimidating beep. Yeah. My little car. Beep, beep. It sounds like peeker. Nothing intimidating about that car. Yeah. Yeah. So, then we did a walking tour. A walking ghost tour. It wasn't very ghosty. It was more history of the town. Yeah. And we're like, we got more ghosts in Colorado. We got more ghosts in our house. And we have more ghosts in our house than the ghost tour. <laughs> <laughs> you, you want a ghost tour? Come to our house. Yeah. I have family members that will not stay at us because of what we've experienced in our house. I know. Chickens. Chickens. But it's like insidious. They should be worried now because the ghosts are not tied to our house. They're tied to you. Yes, me. Yeah. You are the doorway and the gateway, just like insidious. It's scary. I am. I am the portal. Yeah. Yeah, I think that I am almost tempted to go. Okay, so here's what was funny before the ghost tour started. Your sister is all like, how do you make sure the ghosts don't follow you? I don't want any spirit attachments coming back to the condo with us. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm opening myself up for the spirits to come back and show themselves this trip. Yeah, these two are like super serious about this whole ghost tour, and it's all like, um, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you think Kathleen was disappointed that it wasn't more serious kind of ghost hunting? Yeah, I think she was. She was messing around on her phone during the whole thing. You she know? was texting Jake. So yeah. You just paid money for the tour. But. I thought it was interesting because it was a nice history and you always like to hear the stories of the town that yeah. you're staying at. Yeah, there is that. There is that. Okay. So, anything else we need to talk about? Oh, here's the other thing with Galena why this is place is easy to find. It's not a little farming town. I mean, yeah, there's farm stuff all around it, but 
It's only two and a half hours from Chicago. It's two and a half hours from Chicago. It's a resort town. It is a resort town. It's where the city folk come to hang out. Like you hear in on Seinfeld where they talk about taking trips to Connecticut or the, the Amish country for like romantic weekends. It's exactly like That's that. That's exactly what it is. It's, so like, it's a resort town for the city folk. Yeah, resort towns are not necessarily hidden. No, they're not hidden. It's so just, I imagine getting back home, we're going to have a much better time. I think we're going to. I think we'll make good time heading home. Yeah. We also gain an hour. So yeah, but that's not the same as your butt physically in the car. No, it's not for fifteen hours. Hopefully, it's quicker to get home. Yeah, yeah. The time travel just makes you loop one hour. I know. <laughs> that was your phone, not mine. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty, so I think we've uh, beaten this dead horse enough, although we've seen no dead horses on the road. Well. Yet. Yet, and you know, some of these unknowns, these, they're what, 38 unknowns, 48 unknowns? Um, could have been a horse. Could have been a horse, yeah. I don't think any of them were that big, though. I don't think so, well, no, I don't think so. Right. It's not like the moose and it, the trucker hit in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. And? That's it. He just hit, <laughs> he hit a moose in Canada and it destroyed his truck. Well, that was the piece where it was missing on the story. It oh, like, uh, you know. Sorry. didn't say who won. The, well, the, the moose. <laughs> <laughs> Technically the moose, but it was a battle to the death. It was a battle to the death. On both sides. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Get up. But we are back. We are still in Galena. And the one thing we did not get to do here in Galena is work out with our new exercise bike. No, no, we have done a lot of walking, but not, not a lot of biking. So we did buy an exercise bike. Yep, trying to get a little healthier in life. Yeah, originally, Ryan, for his 25-year anniversary's work, one of the things that he could have ordered as his special appreciation gift was an exercise bike. Which I think is a little bit ironic. It's all like, <laughs> oh, congratulations on your 25 years of just toiling away at this job and not getting anywhere. Here's a bike that you can toil away on and not actually uh, get anywhere. And not actually get anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, well, the other thing is we want to keep you fit so you can keep working here. Yep. So pedal away, big boy. Uh, pedal away. But so. you screwed them. You're like, no, give me the gigantic mixing bowl thingy. Yeah, I got a, a stand-up mixer. And so I'm gonna make more cookies. Fuck you. Yeah, make more bread, make more cookies, and gain as much weight as I can, and you're gonna have to pay for it. <laughs> yes, but so we got the exercise bike. We had to go and buy our own. No. 
We are not part of the cult of Peloton. I just didn't want to spend the 40 bucks for an app per month. Plus 2000 plus on the bike. Yeah, 2000 plus on the bike plus the app fee per month. Yeah. Yeah. We don't need no stinking apps. No, not yet. Yeah. But I did tell Don, I said, Don, I'm going to buy a cheap bike. And if we get really good at it and really into it, we'll think about investing in another one. Or invest in other equipment is what I would think. Right. Yeah. But I do think Ryan fell for the Barbie dream house trap. I did fall for the Barbie dream house trap. So if you don't know what the Barbie dream house trap is, it's, the, uh, I think most ladies or boys, if you ever got a Barbie, you know this. It's like, you can't just have a Barbie. That bitch wants everything. So you gotta buy her shoes and clothes. And then she wants a fucking car and a pool and a dream house. It's and, like, and, 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 and. Just because you think you're hot, I should have to buy you all this shit just to play with you? Fuck you. Yeah. But... Um, I'm more like sloppy Barbie at the bar. <laughs> I'll suck your dick for 50 cents. Uh, this is not real, people. I will not do that for you. Only Ryan. No, he won't do it either. That's not what I meant. Yeah. I won't suck your dick for 50 cents. <laughs> I won't do anything for 50 cents. I'm expensive. <laughs> you got to buy him the Barbie dream house. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so anyways, Ryan's like, do we need to do the Barbie Dreamhouse stuff with the bike? So he's all like getting, um, oh, we had to get a seat, a different seat, a different thing. And it's like, he has not bought the shoes yet. But then he's like, Donna, you need to buy bike shorts. I'm like, I don't need bike shorts. He's like, no, no, they do. You know, it's going to pad everything and, and help. I'm like, I don't need bike shorts. I'll buy them for you, Donna. And I'm like, it's not that simple. And you're like... I go ahead. You're like, Ryan's goes, well, what size underwear do you wear? I'm like, rude, but size 10. And he goes, okay, because that has no context for him at all. <laughs> he doesn't know what that means. He goes, so what size shorts do you wear? I go, like, 18. And he's like, how does that make uh, sense? <laughs> but the pants are... 18? 18? I'm like, I know, it doesn't make any sense. And it makes zero sense to me. <laughs> yeah. That's how they screw women over all the time. And then if it's a different company, it might be a 20. And then <sighs> another one might be a 16. Because there's no... Guys are measured in inches. Women are measured in bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so I did not buy Donna bike shorts. <laughs> but he did offer me to, to let me use his. And I'm like... We don't have the same parts. I'm like, you're like, they stretch. You can wear them. I'm like, yeah, they've been stretching on your balls. <laughs> I don't want to combine your ball sweat with whatever I have going on downstairs. That's going to take way too much Febreze to clear that up. <laughs> <laughs> but you've had my balls down there before. That's different. That's not... Sad know, soaking and in, in Sweat. sweat. Pooled and yeah. yeah, yeah, not the not the same, not the same. So uh, no, I was like, how about this, Ryan? 
At least let me ride the bike once before I commit to buying bike sharks. <laughs> I'm gonna ride it for half an hour. Well, even before that, it was all like, just hey, Ryan, somebody tries to sell you a helmet for a stationary bike, okay? You've been had. That's just Barbie Dreamhouse shit. You don't need a helmet to ride a stationary bike. But yeah, we'll get to that. So, um. And uh, I'm like, all right. Ryan had already ridden the bike, and he was, and and what was your experience the first time? I it was good. I didn't ride it for long, maybe two or three minutes, just to test it out, do a quick test. Oh, I thought you made the full ten. No, I didn't make the full ten. I oh. just I just got on there, pedaled a bit, make sure I had it. I had to I had to set it all up by hand, so I just jumped on there, pedaled for a minute. Okay, so. I'm like getting ready. I'm going to go do my inaugural ride on the bike. And I'm I'm just going to do like 20, 30 minutes. I'm going to take it easy. I'm going to throw on like a 30 minute podcast. This is my vision. And yeah, I'll get a good workout. And then ta-da. So I throw on my podcast. I start pedaling. I'm like, oh my God. What? This is way harder than I thought. And I don't have it ramped up to like really high tension. No, the tension that we use is very light. Yeah, it's just like normal human capacity, I guess. And I'm like, oh, this is so hard. How much time have I put in? I look at the, and the clock says two minutes. I'm like, holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) two minutes of the 30 minute workout yeah and i'm like oh god what the hell this is so hard and then i'm like three minutes into it and i've already forgotten everything they've said about what serial killer (laughs) (laughs) at five minutes in i'm like man jeffrey dahmer wasn't so bad he just wanted somebody to love starting to feel a little bit woozy or whatever i don't know you know the endorphins i guess are hitting my brain and i'm like i've been sober a long time i'm not used to feeling good from things things especially <laughs> exercise don't exercise much what the hell is this feeling of 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 wow i feel good well endorphins well it's like i'm dying but I'm in like this entirely different mental plane. <laughs> what is this? Because <laughs> it's not like, I feel good. It's more like, oh, what the hell I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel hot and sweaty. Yeah. And then, so it's like at seven minutes in, I'm like thinking to myself, gee, why didn't anybody ever offer Jeffrey Dahmer a man witch endorsement deal? He would have been the perfect spokesperson for manhood. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I get weird thoughts when I'm put in I get endorphins flowing. I get weird thoughts. Yeah. So anyways, I, I commit and I'm like, okay, I'll make it to 10 minutes. I did finish the 10 minutes. And I'm like, I bet I drove like, you know, had like five miles or something. 1.5 miles. 1.5 miles in a 10-minute ride. Damn it. So, and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to get off of this bike. And my <laughs> and my, no, my legs are all wobbly and wiggly <laughs> like rubber. And so my toe 
gets caught between the pedal and the frame of the bike, and I go down. <laughs> Ka-flump. Donna, do you want me to pick up a bike helmet? <laughs> Yeah, so now I have a bike helmet. <laughs> but I was all like, oh yeah, I'm going to remember all my my karate instincts. I'm going to roll into this with my children. I would have liked to say, like, like a ninja, I rolled and just back up on my feet and ready to fight. No, I was more like, roll, roll until I hit the wall. And lay there. And lay there. <laughs> <laughs> if the murderer is going to kill me, I would be dead. Yeah. So, that was the bike ride. But no, I'm not buying bicycle shorts yet. Not yet. And I have a pair. And I'm not wearing them. No. No. You don't get my ball sweat. Not there. Not there. Not that way. all right so thanks everybody for tuning in we'll have another episode remember how we feel like doing it and until then safe travels whether in your car or on your stationary bike donna shannon's coyote tales is a production of coyote visions productions and is hosted by donna shannon nothing redundant about that Theme music is Coyote Strut by James Nay. All other music is ethically sourced and licensed from SoundDogs.com and EpidemicSound.com. And we paid for it, I swear. We can provide receipts if necessary. All the stories you've heard are true. Only the names, events, and facts have been changed for our own amusement. In the immortal words of Obi-Wan, so what I told you was true from a certain point of view. Find all of Donna Shannon's website and social media links at Linktree. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot double E slash Donna Shannon. Follow us and find out all about upcoming shows and live performances. Now go out there, enjoy life, and grab some tales of your own. <laughs>